2: Out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh.
0: The numbers told the story; they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa.
3: Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com. the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the house, and of course. Monday's during the NFL season a tradition unlike any other year 13 of guessing lines which we will of course put in podcast form as well on the beating the book podcast uh, again Monday's guessing lines goes to the beating the book feed Tuesday through Friday a numbers game on the numbers game podcast feed ladies and gentlemen the star of the show is always my mishpucha, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook it's Chrissy Andrews how you doing man
4: Good, you good? Yeah,
3: good yeah. weekend for you guys, yeah. I would imagine.
4: Yeah, yeah, the books had a very, very good weekend. Don't let anybody cry in these stories. No, yeah. we had a great weekend.
3: New glasses, by the way. Are those new?
4: <laughs> I'm 66 years old, these are my reading glasses. Oh, okay, <laughs> I gotta read a little I bit. I like now.
3: it. Uh, it, by the way, for me, I'll just say this it, it was maybe the greatest football, maybe the greatest NFL Sunday of my life, really, yeah, out of nowhere. By the way, and I'm not the first person to admit, wow, don't get used to that. Because it's the NFL. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it, wow. it was a so you were week.
4: very contrarian then yesterday.
3: I don't know. I just I, – Kelly and I had very – I mean, Kelly, you'll you'll jump in here. Yeah. We we had our convictions before the season started. We didn't really waver from them, and that kind of played out in week one generally.
5: Yeah, all of it I think that we discussed for the most part last week. I, I mean, I had a pretty good Sunday too. Yeah. It was – I mean, you know, take. I, <laughs> I bet you I'm the only one who's going to say this today. But besides the Colts, it, you know, it was a really <laughs> good Sunday.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it, now, again, the, the humility, let me just state again, yeah. there is no expectation for this to happen week after week after nothing, week.
4: Nothing can humble you like no. the NFL oh, or football, period, football. or betting, you know, take one more step. That's yeah. right.
3: Well, college football is its own special kind of Meshuggah. Wow. Yeah, that's a whole different story. We'll talk about more about that tomorrow. Um, but between tennis and the NFL, what a, what a great weekend. Oh, so you, yeah. you guys did great. Yeah. Um, you ready to do this? Yeah, Just as a reflection of how ridiculous week one, of course, in the NFL was and still is because we have a game tonight, of course, between the Broncos and the Seahawks. Survivor, circa 6,133 entries, 2,879 gone already, 46.9% out. And if Denver somehow loses tonight, it soars over 50%. In week one, how
4: can they lose? They're a touchdown favorite. <laughs> how can yeah, it's yeah, it's don't you know anything can about lose. football? They can't
3: lose. <laughs> it's
4: the way it can happen. <laughs> Come
3: on, all right, Kelly. You excited? Kelly's first guessing lines.
5: Let's go. I'm pumped. Absolutely no problems. We will not have any errors this entire show. Oh, I'm sure. Not. Yeah, absolutely yeah. none. We've even got this fancy intro. Oh, oh, Rob oh. Moreno oh. oh. hey. bringing the folk. No, no. Oh. Roberto Moreno. Game number one, Thursday night football, Chargers at the Chiefs, 8.15 Eastern Time.
3: Okay, for those who are like, what is this show? (laughs) What is this show all about? Uh, Okay, so I'm, I'm in a cocoon since yesterday. I don't know the lines. I really don't. People find that hard to believe. I don't. I'm just writing notes all the games. So I just go, then I go to bed. I guess what I think the lines ought to be based on the performances of the teams uh, both on Thursday and Sunday. And then, Chrissy, you'll corroborate what I'm saying is you have not put up a line here at the South Point yet until we do this show.
4: No, I wait to do this show. Okay. You know, I mean, I think it gives the show a little gravitas. Ooh, I didn't like that word. Uh, uh, Showing off my Robert Morris education. What happened to you, Robert Morris? Get it done.
3: All right, Chargers at Chiefs, that's Thursday night. Uh, Chargers coming off the twenty four to nineteen win over the Raiders yesterday afternoon Justin Airbear twenty six of thirty four for two seventy nine three touchdowns no picks, no sacks. The Chargers were plus three in turnovers. That's pretty. Again, what's the only stat you really need from a box score if you could have it retroactively? Turnovers. Chargers plus three in turnovers. Hmm. I wonder what game that'll come up in again. Uh, plus three in turnovers for the Chargers. They led seventeen to three at the half, and like so many games yesterday, what appeared to be a blowout in the making got tight. Fourth quarter, they're up twenty-four to thirteen. Are the Chargers? Derek Carr throws two of his three picks. Dustin Hopkins misses a forty-nine yarder, and you're like, well. They're still letting him in this game. It's still 24 to 13. And then the Raiders do cut it to 24 to 19 with 436 left. The spread then is in the balance on the two-point conversion. And the Chargers give him a defensive hold to take it to the one. But then a Raiders false start to take it back to the six. And the two-point conversion fails. But the Chargers do get stopped again because, of course, nothing is easy with the Chargers. And what turns out to be the Raiders' final possession ends on the fifth play of the drive. Two minutes left on a Khalil Mack fourth-down sack of card. Chargers get a first down to seal the deal. Chiefs, this was the thing, the three biggest marquee games on paper, uh, the Rams-Bills Thursday, the Chiefs, and the Cardinals yesterday, and I would argue the Buccaneers and the Cowboys last night, the three biggest marquee games on paper were the most boring of all the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Last night was hard to watch.
3: Oh, it was horrible. By the way, ESPN Stats and Information, Justin Herbert recording his 14th career game with three-plus passing touchdowns, trailing only Patrick Mahomes, Kurt Warner, and Dan Marino for the most such games within the players' first 35 career games. So that's 14 for Herbert. Mahomes had 17, Warner 16, Marino 15. Uh, The Chiefs made quick work of the Cardinals, and I keep thinking about uh, you and uh, Kyler Murray on this. Uh, The Chief, Patrick Mahomes, by the way, let me just raise my hand reports of the chiefs demise have been greatly overrated Mahomes, 30 for 39 for 360, led the league in passing yards. Five touchdowns, no picks, was never sacked. Isaiah Pacheco, welcome, 12 for 62 in a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 8 for 121 in a touchdown. Smith Schuster, 6 for 79, one fumble loss. Valdez Scantling, 4 for 44. Edwards Alaire, 3 for 32, two touchdowns. A lot of hyphenated names on that team. 488 to 282, total yards advantage over Arizona in the 44 to 21 stomping that they led 37 to 7 in the fourth quarter. I will say. The Chiefs by four and a half.
4: Who's playing? Uh, guessing lines. Bingo? Guessing lines. Bingo, right now. <laughs> I like your number. I actually don't like your number better. I like it a little better than what's out there. Because right now it's uh, three and a half with really a little bit of juice hmm. uh, favoring the dog. All right. Uh, my numbers come to four. Uh, just a couple of quick observations. You know, I like to do QBR. Uh, these two quarterbacks had the two best QBRs in the league. I mean, kind of kind of by far. As a matter of fact, as I'm looking through, a lot of the QBRs were way down. And I think maybe not playing in the preseason had some – I'm just I guessing at this point. I, I don't believe know. that, yeah. But they, these two had the highest by far. Oh, not including Thursday night, but as far as yesterday. Uh, my numbers did come to four, though. I like the way you said, uh, you know, number one, the reports of the Chiefs' demise are, uh, you know, let's throw that the, out the The window.
3: brutal seven games to start the season yeah. started out pretty good for them.
4: Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Uh, the Chargers, plus three in turnovers, still let the Raiders back in that game. Yes, I mean, they did not put that team away yeah. until late. Uh, I'd like four a little better. I'm probably going to open three and a half, mostly because I see money showing on the plus three and a half. So I'm not going to give them four if they're going to take three and a half. And it looks like they all, they will take it. Like I said, some of the big places I see – Three and a half even money. Uh, three and a half minus O two. Three and a half minus O five. Another three and a half even. Three and a half minus O three. So they're going to take the the three and a half off me, wow. which is fine because I think. Listen, you're cutting it pretty close, but I think Casey definitely deserves to be a four-point favorite in this game. Interesting that the Chargers' buddy's already rolling in on that. You know, so far, so there's there's a lot of head fakes in this yeah, business. Sure. I don't know if that's one of them or not, but right now, that's the way the money is going. That could be a serious head fake.
3: All right, Kelly, that's a great Thursday night game on paper, yeah, it though, really. For is sure, terrific, Yeah. We go to Sunday, Kelly. What do you got?
5: Sunday, one p.m. Eastern Time, Jets at the Browns.
3: Oh well, not so not so marquee after all. Jets lose to oh, the Ravens. Have a different
4: rotation. Oh, all right. That's well, all right.
3: We'll 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 play it on the fly. You're very okay. upset by this lack of rotation, by the lack of order <laughs> here. I can tell on your face. It's rocking my world. It's Gilly. <laughs> Jets, Jets at Cleveland. Uh, the Jets lose to the Ravens. Uh, boy, I'll tell you that. If, thank, thank goodness for survivor players that that one didn't go down, or else it would have been even more carnage. That's carnage in English, by the way. Jets, Flacco. What a statue this guy is. 37 for 59. 307. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked three times. Uh, Baltimore out-first downed the Jets, if you will, 24-13. to 13. They out-gained—oh, excuse me, pardon, pardon me. The Jets out-first downed Baltimore 24-13. to 13. They out Baltimore 378-274. Shows you what a box score means sometimes. But the Jets—any chance the Jets had of getting back in this game really went by the wayside when Brees Hall fumbled in a goal-to-go. A goal-to-go was subsequently stopped on downs. Those two things doomed any chance the Jets had in the second half. And then there's Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland in one of, the, one of the many great finishes of the day yesterday. They get by. They get by the Carolina Panthers in the grudge match. Jacoby Brissett, 18 of 34 for 147, one touchdown, no picks. He was sacked once. Nick Chubb, though, on the ground, unstoppable, 22 for 141. Kareem Hunt, 11 for 46 on the ground with a touchdown, four catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown uh, receiving as well. A 217 to 54 advantage in rushing yards for the Browns over the Panthers yesterday, and a 38-26 to 21-34 advantage in time of possession. They did have nine penalties for 71 yards, they'll have to clean that up, but the Browns They led 20-7 in the fourth quarter, then 23-14 with just over six minutes left. Mayfield, first play from scrimmage, 75 yards to Robbie Anderson for the touchdown, 23-21. And they eventually force a Browns punt, then a Carolina field goal with 117 left to go to put the Panthers up a point, 24-23, but six plays later after Brissette, does this whole double pump spike that the Panthers were super mad about that he didn't get a flag on. Cade York from 58 on a kick that hooked in. Didn't look at first that it was going to go in, then it hooks in, and the Browns win it. Browns will be favored by six over the Jets.
4: You know, my numbers come to five and a half. Um, This one I really do like your number better, but it's even higher. It's six and a half. The more I look at it, uh, you know Six and a half, maybe a little bit high. I'm not too impressed really with what I saw with the Browns. I mean, it was kind of a, you know, not a. I mean, the the outcome was pretty interesting as far as the game went, but I wasn't impressed with the way either team played. But the Jets are really bad, and I don't think I've probably lowered them quite enough. So I think six and a half probably is a good number, and I'm gonna have to go back and adjust that power rating. Not on the Browns. I think my rating on them is okay. But I think the Jets are probably a little worse than what I have yeah. them rated right now. As so long, I'm going to go with six and a half. Six
3: and a half is what you're putting up. Yeah. As long as Jacoby Brissett doesn't... It, it's like as long as he doesn't make mistakes, it feels like they can just be solid
4: yeah. on the ground. And Again, what was his QBR? His QBR was 38.1 yesterday. So yeah. not horrible, Yeah, you know, but certainly not good. <laughs> but... Uh, the Jets, 15.4 for Joe Flacco. You yeah, know, that, that's, that's really bad. I'm told that's not good. That is yeah. among the worst. QBRs, of course, scored out of, yeah, out of
3: 100. Yeah, Okay, we'll come back. More guessing lines. It is a numbers game at VEASAN,
0: the Sports Betting Network.
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Phil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin in tow as well. This is guessing lines. We've done it for uh, this is our thirteenth season. About we, we we determined nine you and me. Yeah, and people, they you know this is a this is a nod. This is a tribute to the old Stardust radio show of, of the same ilk with Roxy back in the day. Roxy Roxborough. Where the the point of the exercise is. I'm representing the guy who doesn't know what, like, guessing what they are and see what the difference is between what I would guess and what the actual one is. And hopefully in that exercise, there is some betting value. Now, what often happens is we find some betting value, but then we <laughs> change our minds as the week goes on because our brains are flawed. The, the, the all-time record, do you remember the all-time record for the line missed by the most points in all of the years we did this? Do you remember the I game? no. A couple years ago. Was it last? It was a couple years ago, I want to say. There was a Monday night game between your Steelers and the Dolphins. And I guess like seven or whatever it was. And, and it was 14. Remember some yeah. out of whack?
4: Yeah. Well, Now that you're saying that, yeah. That
3: game was, it made no sense whatsoever. So every once in a while, there's something that just yeah. befuddles. All right, Ooh, Kelly. Did you win that bet? Oh, yeah, you know, we were correct. Yeah, we were 100%. At least by result, we were correct.
5: Kelly. Back to the early slate on Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern time. The Commanders, a.k.a. the Fish Taco Holders, at the Detroit Lions. So my buddy
3: Tommy from D.C. was in town with all the D.C. kids. And so we, we all hate the new name, right? Yeah. But so every time every time they did, Washington did anything great. He was like, let's take command, Gilly. We're taking command. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shoot myself one or the other. Uh, Washington gets it done, 28-22. to 22. Again, another one of these games that in that 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. window was just spectacular to watch. By the way, how do you take in the NFL without red zone or being in a sports book with all of those finishes? Like, if you just have regional coverage,
4: you it, all of this gets lost on you. Like, yeah. well, wow, I, great... I don't know. How do I do it? I got nine TVs back there. Yeah. That's, thank God.
3: Thank, go- I, thank goodness. Washington gets it done 28 to 22. We got the full Carson Wentz experience, by the way. <sighs> Wentz, 27 for 41, 313 yards passing, four touchdown passes, by the way, and two horrific picks, back-to-back passes in the fourth. He was sacked once. Antonio Gibson, who's trying to uh, fight his uh, case of fumbleitis, 14 for 58, seven catches for 72 yards. The incomparable Terry McLaurin, two catches for 58 and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel, welcome finally to Washington. Eight for 55, a touchdown, one fumble lost. And my rookie of the year play, Kelly, Jahan Dotson, forty to one, three catches, forty yards, and two and touchdowns. Yeah, I'm,
5: I might have been thanking him once or twice yesterday. That was uh, that was my survivor pick of the week, getting and, through somehow, getting through. And it was one of mine. Hit it. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Kevin. The numbers game.
3: Yeah, we're gonna have to do better next time. <laughs> About it's a second and a half late, and a little Brent Musburger in there. But anyway, Beyonce's like, "Who is that man speaking over me?" Minus two in turnovers were was Washington. So they got they overcame the minus two in turnovers. But Wentz picked uh he was picked back to back on consecutive passes, as I said in the fourth quarter. That led to a go-ahead Jags field goal and then a touchdown that extended the Jags lead to twenty-two to fourteen. And it looked like Washington was getting Carson Wentz. But then on two subsequent drives, McLaurin's four to nine yarder, followed by a uh two-point conversion um that was uh that was missed, and then after a Jacksonville punt, a drive that ended with Wentz to Dotson. Great, great catch by Dotson for 24. And then the two-point conversion is made with under two minutes left. Derek Forrest sealing the deal. What a game he had uh, in the uh, commander secondary with an interception. He seals it. So Washington gets it done 28-22. to By the way, Jacksonville should have totally won this football game. Uh, they doinked a field goal in the first half. And then there was a previous drive where Travis Etienne on a fourth and goal Clear to the end zone, little dink pass from Trevor Lawrence, and Etienne just spikes it when the ball comes to him. Like So Washington got so fortunate in this game. And then they're playing Detroit, yeah. uh, the Lions and Dan Campbell. The Lions did the exact same – they followed the exact same script that they seemed to follow every week last year, which is we're going to let you crush us, but then we're going to cosmetically make this close. Never really have a chance of winning it. And the final score is going to appear very close. And it was 38-35. to 35. But they, Detroit never had a chance to win this game, actually. They did cover, though, for betters. Goff, 21 of 37 for 215. He had six yards passing early in the second quarter. Two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. DeAndre Swift, good for fantasy players, 15 for 144 and a touchdown. But as I said, typical Detroit outcome. They, they trailed 21 to 7. They trailed 31 to 14. They trailed 38 to 21. And then all the stats were cosmetic in the end. Um, it's at Detroit. Detroit by field goal.
4: I don't like your number better. Oh. I made it pick my power ratings. Come to pick, it's one and a half pretty much everywhere. I see one one out there. I'm going to open one. Detroit one. Uh, I you know they'll probably lay me the one. Detroit is only a one point favor. Yeah, I, I you know but I'm like you. I, I mean I I had that game on one of my TVs and you know we needed Detroit to cover and yeah, they did. And uh, you know they were blown out early. They made that little run at the end, of course, to it's cut what the they lead to three. Uh, but I mean. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the command. By the way, the Commanders. I hate that name too. We're taking command, Gilly. And in my book, then one year, which is about the twenty twenty season, they make the playoffs. And I have a lot of nicknames for the Commanders as I'm writing the book. A lot of, a lot of suggestions. no, oh. very tongue in cheek. Like <laughs> oh. one is like, "Holy crap, we win the Washington!" <laughs> Holy crap, we win this game. We're in the playoffs. You know? <laughs> There's uh. a bunch of them. A lot of people have liked that. Obviously, you've read the book and memorized it. I of can course, see. Memor- every, yeah, every every word every, of it. Every every word of it. Anyway, I like. Uh, I, I'm I, my numbers come to pick, but I'm going to open Detroit one. They'll probably you know if they want to bet it, that's the best number they're going to find because it's mostly one and a half. I see one other one out
3: there. I'm a little surprised by that. Hmm. Interesting. By the way, I have read your book, and it's spectacular. Then one year, um, reliving the pandemic through the bookmaker's eyes, but so much that we forgot along the way. It's
4: fascinating. Yeah. It's It's a little different. It's a
5: little different than then one
3: day. Oh,
4: it's way different. It wasn't meant to be, but, you know. Kelly?
5: 1 o'clock Eastern time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Okay, so was that game last night
3: more Tampa Bay's good or that Dallas sucks? Tampa Bay wins at 19-3. <clears throat> I don't really know what to make of that game. They were, there were more injuries for the Bucs. Obviously, the big injury for the Cowboys, we'll get to them later. But Tom Brady, 18 for 27 for 212, one touchdown, one pick, sacked twice. Regular season Lenny, Leonard Fournette, 21 for 127, Mike Evans, 5 for 71, a touchdown, and Julio in his Bucks debut, 3 for 69. Tampa Bay easily beats the Cowboys 19-3, covers the two-and-a-half. No Cowboy teaser leg even comes close, even though the back door was open with a touchdown, and a two-point conversion multiple times. And then there's the Saints. Again, another sort of fantastic finish yesterday where the Saints come all the way back to beat the Falcons. Jameis, 23 for 34, 269, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked four times. Taysom Hill, four carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Really, two back-to-back plays early. That was a that really made up the most of his stat sheet. Jarvis Landry in his uh, Saints debut, seven catches for 114. Atlanta was up 26-10 to in the fourth quarter. Four plays, 75-yard drive, and a two-point conversion made it 26-18. to New Orleans cut the lead in half, and then after an eventual Atlanta punt, eight play, 87-yard drive with a two-point conversion failing. So... Atlanta's up 26 to 24. Then Atlanta gets the subsequent drive to the New Orleans 47, fourth and one with 54 seconds left. One yard would put the game away, but delay of game makes it fourth and six, and they punt. Huh. New Orleans first and 10 at their own 10 with 48 seconds left, 56 yards, and basically three plays, highlighted by a 40 yard pickup to Landry, overcoming an intentional grounding in the process. Will Lutz, 51-yarder with 23 seconds left. Bang, 27-26. The Saints win it again, aided by an unnecessary roughness penalty, though. Atlanta got the ball to the New Orleans 45 and actually had a 63-yarder from young Heiku, who had already hit two 50-pluses, blocked, according To next-gen stats, win probability model, there have already been, this was midday yesterday, there had already been four games played where both teams had at least a 90% chance of winning at some point. Saints-Falcons, Bears-Niners, Colts-Texans, Steelers-Bengals. Then there was a fifth game added later, I believe, so we ended up with five games where both teams had a 90% chance at one point to win. Just unbelievable. Um, Giants and Titans was the fifth, by the way. New single week high in the next-gen stats era, which uh, has been compiled since 2016. My guess on this, Chrissy, will be Tampa Bay minus three at New Orleans because I didn't know what else to make it.
4: Yeah, it's two and a half. I I see one, two out there. I got to tell you, my numbers come to four. Uh, Not that Tampa was all that impressive, certainly not offensively, but I thought their defense, you know, and a lot of it, you know the Cowboys created their own problems, but a lot of it, I think, also was Tampa Bay played some very, very good defense and didn't let the Cowboys get rolling. I mean, you know, Dak was in there until you know late in the fourth quarter, you know, so I mean, they had no excuses there. So I was very impressed with the Tampa Bay defense. The Saints, I'm still not crazy about the Saints. I know a lot yeah. of guys love this Saints team. Some people love them. I'm hearing predictions about them going to the Super Bowl, them winning the division. Now they have had a lot of success against Tampa Bay. Um, But new coach, new quarterback, you know, I don't know how that plays into it. I'm not going to open three just because, you know, the way guys are. They see a three, and they think that's the last three they're ever going to see in their life. So I'm (laughs) going to open two and a half. But if I see this going up, I'm going to go to three quickly. I think that's a guessing lines, bingo. Kelly, Tampa Bay,
3: good or Dallas terrible?
5: Uh, A little bit of both.
3: A little bit of both. Coming back, more early games next.
5: A numbers game
0: on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24 7 video, season prep. That includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips, updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin, it's Guessing Lines on a Monday. Right here on the numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Next, Kelly, what you got?
5: Next one up, 1 o'clock Eastern time, Panthers at the
3: Giants. Oh, by the way, I forgot one little note about the uh, Jags and, and the Commanders. Great moments in, in prop history. Travis Etienne's receiving yard prop, 20 and a half yards. He had 24, and then he uh, he lost six yards on his final one. <laughs> <laughs> 18, he had somewhere. Those are the worst beats. Great moments in prop history. Wait, so what was the game? I'm sorry. Panthers at the Giants. Panthers at the Giants. Okay, well, we talked about the Panthers. Panthers uh, came all the way back against Cleveland, only to have Cade York kill him with a 58-yarder, which was not the longest field goal of the day. Evan McPherson had a 59-yarder. We'll get to him momentarily. But Baker Mayfield, uh, just a review, in that Panthers game, 16 of 27 for 235, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked four times. You got the full Baker Mayfield experience as well. We talked about getting the full Carson Wentz experience. The, 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 The Panthers opened the game with five straight three and outs they fumbled three snaps. He had four passes batted at the line and he threw a pick before finally leading a long scoring drive at the end of the second quarter. So even though he he got the comeback going, it, again it was it was everything you would imagine you would get from Baker Mayfield, the bad and the good. Christian McCaffrey It ain't Pete Christian McCaffrey, let's put it that way. 10 for 33 on the ground with a touchdown, four catches for 24 yards. I mentioned Robbie Anderson did have the one long 75-yarder, so he ended up uh, 5 for 102, but again, 75 on the one touchdown play. But only 261 total yards for the Panthers, and again, they were outgained, 217 to 54 on the ground. They did have eight penalties for 96 yards. And then there's the Giants, who killed... Some of my, a couple of my survivor entries and killed a lot of survivor entries because the Texans, excuse me, the uh, Titans, pardon me, were up 13 to nothing in that game. They were up 20 to 13 and the Giants got them Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, 17 for 21, 188, two touchdowns, one pick, one horrific pick, sacked five times. The return of Saquon Barkley, who has to be the comeback player of the year leader in the clubhouse. 18 for 164 and a touchdown, six catches for 30. Sterling Shepard, two for 71 and a touchdown receiving. But as I mentioned, the Giants were down 13 to nothing at the half, then 20 to 13 in the fourth quarter. The Titans did everything to lose this game and ultimately succeeded. Kyle Phillips muffing a punt with 1038 left. He's like, take it, take this game, Giants. But Danny Dimes and the Giants were the first and 10 at the Tennessee 11. Three plays later, Danny Dimes picked to Amani Hooker. Horrible pass. Then third and one for Tennessee at the 41 with 626 left, up seven. Just give the ball to Derrick Henry, right? Right? Nope. Shigu Konkwu, four-yard loss, and end around to the tight end. If only you had a player like Derrick Henry on your roster. <laughs> no, wait. Then a 12-play 73-yard drive for the Giants. Guess what they do? They're like, we're not tying this. We're going to win it. Down 21-20. to 20. Tennessee down to one timeout because Vrabel did use them appropriately on defense to leave some time on the clock. Let's give him credit for that in case the Giants score, which they did. Dable says go for two. After a defensive penalty, they get it on a shovel pass to Saquon from one yard out, 22 to 21 Giants. But the Titans nickel and nickel the ball down the field. <laughs> it's like it's just, it was the most slow drive ever. And 18 seconds left all the way down to the Giants' 27 after Tannehill hits Kyle Phillips to the tw- for 21 yards. The Titans let the playcock go too far down, and instead of running it forward and casually calling a timeout, their last one, they're forced to use it from the sideline. And as a result, instead of no timeouts, as a result, instead, with no timeouts, they do the awkward Tannehill sideways kneel-down thing that causes them to lose two to three yards. So it's really like a five-yard swing because they, they they botched the timeout. And, of course, Randy Bullock's 47-yarder goes wide left. Maybe it goes in if they had those five yards. Giants win it 22-21. to 21. Titan survivors go down. I'll say Giants minus two and a half
4: hosting Carolina. Oh, you're dead on. That's what it is. Bingo, bango. Because you can't make that three, right? You can't give them that oh, much no. respect. I, my numbers come to the Giants one. And I, I got to look a little more closely at that box. Uh, just how good Saquon Barkley was, because I know he was pretty good. That's and, great. And the kid, you know, and I'm, and I'm kind of a Saquon fan. The kids from Penn State, you know, uh, he's been very disappointing mostly through injuries, you know, this thus far in his career. Uh, but if he's back, and what was the number two or three choice? I think draft choice, uh, two or three. I can't remember. Was Saquon two? I think right. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, if he's as good as advertisers they thought he was going to be coming out of the coming into the draft. Then I think that does move them up a little bit. Right now, like I said, my my power ratings come to one. Uh, I think I have to reevaluate that. So I'm going to take a look. Um, you know, the Panthers, though. So, you know, yeah. okay, I'm going to go with the two and a half because I think I, I need to take a little closer look at my power rating on the Giants. Probably raise them up a little bit uh, because of Saquon. And if he's if he's what we thought they were, they're going to be a little bit better. What are you putting up again? What are you two and a half. two and a half? Saquon, by the way, number two pick, 2018 draft. All right, Kelly.
5: Next, next one up: Patriots at the Steelers, one o'clock Eastern Time.
3: I was waiting for the Steelers or the or the bagels to come up. Okay, let's get through the Patriots I quick. Got my Ma- Steelers shirt. Yes, you do. Okay. Oh, I believe me, I thought of you all week when making this pick and oh while the game God. was going on. New England, uh, Mac Jones, 21 of 30 and their loss to the Dolphins. 21 of 30 for 213, one touchdown, one pick, sacked twice. Uh, six for 25 on the ground. He did fumble. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Patriots 20 to 7. And again, it's the box score, right? The Patriots were minus three in turnovers. That's all you need to know. Minus three in turnovers and the loss. Um, Mac Jones, by the way, x-rays coming back negative on his back injury. So, oh, that right. Yeah, so... Okay, Good news for the Patriots moving forward. They travel to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, the uh, in a in the wackiest of Sundays and the wackiest of early windows. Pittsburgh gets the most unbelievable roller coaster win of them all. I don't remember a game like this ever. Pittsburgh beats the Bengals in overtime. In case you were tra- uh, trapped under a heavy object, twenty three to twenty in overtime. Mitchell Trubisky in his Steelers debut, twenty one of thirty eight for one ninety four, one touchdown, no pick, sack once. Uh, Pittsburgh was out first downed, if you will, by the Bengals, 32-13. to They were out gained 432-267. The Bengals ran 94 plays to Pittsburgh, 61. They were out time of possession, if you will, 43-43 to 26-17. Remember, there was overtime. The only stat you need to know, Pittsburgh was plus five in turnovers. None for them, five for the Bengals. Joe Burrow was not good. But here's the deal. Pittsburgh led by as many as 14 at 17 to 3. Then they led 17 to 6 at the half. And then the fourth quarter happened. Pittsburgh's up 20 to 14 after a Bengals drive that end that ended in yet another Burrow interception. Pittsburgh forced a punt. Cincinnati starts a drive down 6 with 605 left at their own 30. 8 plays later with 254 <laughs> left, Burrow to chase at the goal line. Touchdown, right? Game should be tied except the officials rule uh, at first and goal at the doorstep, and the Bengals, they, they wanted to rush the player. They didn't want it to be reviewed because I don't know what they thought. But they go ahead, and they don't challenge it. And it's north of the two-minute warning, so they're the ones who have to challenge yep. it. But they don't. By the way, NFL confirming afterwards that it would have been a touchdown.
0: Yeah.
3: So what happens? Of course, what could possibly go wrong? First and goal at the doorstep. Two-yard loss, incomplete pass, one-yard pass, incomplete pass. Steelers take over, still up six. But then the Steelers are forced upon again. This time, Burrow first and 10 from the Cincinnati 40 with 127 left. They need a touchdown to tie it and then the extra point to win it. Nine plays later, Burrow to chase, six-yard touchdown pass with four seconds left after he made an unbelievable catch, but one of his toes was out of bounds. Four seconds left, touchdown, Burrow to chase, 20-20. to 20. It's Evan McPherson pending the extra point. What a win this is going to be for the Bengals. Nope. Minka Fitzpatrick blocks the extra point. We're going to overtime. Steelers three and out to start overtime. Bengals matriculate the ball down the field. Evan McPherson, who had a 59-yarder earlier, has a 29-yard chip shot with 337 left in overtime, except that Clark Harris, the regular long snapper, was ruled out before the fourth quarter with a bicep injury. So Mitch Wilcox in. High snap. Hold can only be made with a laces facing McPherson. Complete hook. We're still tied. Oh, the survivor implications! Steelers ball, they get downfield enough to attempt a Chris Boswell 55-yard field goal with 2:27 left. Corkscrews inside and outside uh, around the uh, left upright. Doink!
4: We're still tied. The loudest doink I ever heard in my life.
3: Bengals <laughs> stopped at midfield with the clock ticking and with 104 left in overtime, they punt with 13 seconds left on the on the play clock. What are you doing? Milk it down. The clock is moving. So they give the Steelers the ball, to- the ball back with more time than they should have. Steelers go 45 yards after the punt. Boswell from 53 as the clock goes to zero with the ball in the air. Good 23 to 20. The Steelers ultimately scored 17 of their 23 points on Bengals turnovers. But a Pyrrhic victory as T.J. Watt feared out for the season today with a torn peck. We shall see. Did that cover it? I'll say Pittsburgh by one and a half. I can't make them three-point favorites without T.J. Watt.
4: Oh no, no! First of all, and this, the way
3: that game went,
4: this will forever be known as the Minka Fitzpatrick game, without question. Yeah, the six pick six and a block, you know, a blocked extra point he got with the tip of his yeah, finger that would have won the game, obviously. So this is the Minka Fitzpatrick game. You know, I think we as bookmakers, and I've certainly been guilty of this uh, in the past as well. We don't take into account defensive players nearly as much as we should, as, a, as affecting the point spread. Uh, there's only, to me, three guys in the league right now yeah. that I would say affect it. You know, we're we're going to hold this thought till yeah, the yeah. The let's break. hold it till after. Hold it up because all I right.
3: want to give you all praise for this pick because you you've beaten something. De- you've beaten this up, but just emphasize this about their defensive players. We'll come back more on Pittsburgh and New England next. It's Gil Alexander. It is Chris Andrews. It is Kelly Bidlin. This is Guessing Lines, heading into week number two of the National Football League. Wow, how you beat week one? I have no idea. My goodness, what a what drama! And so, the biggest game of all the drama, of course, the biggest soap opera of them all is the game we were just talking about. Um, by the way, the the guess on the uh, the game we were talking about that I had was Pittsburgh minus one and a half. Um, hosting New England. We'll get to Chrissy's thoughts on that. But Chrissy, the whole handicap on this game against the Bengals, the reason it was part of my circa millions, by the way, Dallas preventing me from going five and zero oh in circa millions, which was awesome. Um, great week. But the reason I took Pittsburgh six and a half. And like I said, Kelly and I, we had our conviction all summer on certain games. I kept citing you as the reason for that Pittsburgh six and a half, which is you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You're a very keen observer of the team and you keep hammering the point. The thing about this team is they have these unbelievable players on defense. And as long as you have TJ Watt, they probably won't have him after today, right. but as long as you have TJ Watt, as long as you have Minka Fitzpatrick, as long as you have Cameron Hayward, right. they just they're kind of a hack for football. They change the game. So it doesn't matter how you know moribund your offense is or how you know mediocre it is. They do things. So giving them six and a half was too much to me.
4: Yeah, those kind of players, and in football, you know, in general, big, great players, great athletes make great plays. And Pittsburgh has three great athletes all on defense uh, that could turn games around, keep you in the game, no, no matter, like, to use your word, how moribund the offense is. And I'm looking at the QBSA uh, uh Trubisky's was 48, and I'm thinking, well, where'd they get that number? <laughs> they had a lot lower than that. But anyway, their defensive players did make a difference. My, my point that I was getting to when we before we had to cut for break, we as bookmakers don't make a big enough adjustment when we do have defensive players out. Now, I, and I'm taking this from my friend, a huge Pittsburgh fan, even probably bigger than I am, that last year when T.J. Watt was on the field 100%, healthy and everything, Steelers were nine and one uh, when he was out or, or hurt. zero oh and six. So, the, I mean, to me, I, I, I lowered the Steeler power rating a point and a half uh, on one injury. TJ. Watt. Now it also winds up that uh, uh, Najee Harris is very questionable this week. And it looks like he might maybe even doubtful. because yeah, he got hurt too, right? Yeah. So my numbers, uh, my power rating numbers uh, come to the Steelers. One. Um, I mean, listen. How impressed can you be with the Patriots? I'm not very impressed not at all. Tremendous. The thing. numbers pick or Patriots, a one point favorite. Wow. So I'm going to open this one pick. Wow. Uh, if you like, if you like the Patriots, uh, my store would be the one to go to. But I'm going to open a pick. My power ratings, like I said, come to one. Uh, assume, but that's including Najee Harris in the game. So pick is probably a good number without Najee. What a game! What a game! Like, I just,
3: think just even talking it through just now, it's, yeah. it's exhausting. Kelly, do you know, any, you know any Mike Tomlin stats that we haven't heard here before? Do you have any of those? Mike Tomlin oh, I stats? I believe
5: there's something out there floating around all summer about how he has never – oh, yeah, never finished under 500. That's what it that was. I've yeah. never heard that Let before. me write that one down, and I'm
3: a
4: Pittsburgh fan. Wow. I had no idea. Wow.
3: this. Thank God you tuned into this show. By yeah. the way, Las Vegas, Chris has texted us. Uh, <laughs> he it texted us, uh, and his comment was uh, – uh, he says, can you guys start over? I overslept. <laughs> Set the alarm, Chris. Well, Chris, I'm sorry. We can't. We can't. Uh, all right, next. 1 o'clock Eastern, Colts at Jaguars. Okay, so the Colts get circus survivor, ties lose. This was unbelievable. Yeah. The Colts have not, again, I understand we don't really talk about trends on this show because oftentimes they're meaningless. But it didn't matter if the Colts quarterback was Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Scott Tolzien. They haven't won an opening game since 2013. Guess what? They still haven't. Matt Ryan yesterday against the Texans, 32 of 50 for 352, one touchdown, one pick, sack twice. Jonathan Taylor, the real deal, 31 for 161 and a touchdown and Pittman, nine catches for 121 and a touchdown. 517 total yards. Okay, great. But the fact is that they trailed 20 to 3 in the fourth quarter and then they trailed the Texans 20 to 6 with under 8 minutes left. But with 2 but they came all the way back because the Texans just absolutely collapsed. But with two minutes left in overtime, the Colts have it on Rodrigo Blankenship's foot. 42 yard field goal. And just like in that Bengals Steelers game, you're like, oh, well, surely Here this we game is going to yeah. end. And Rodrigo Blankenship, picture my worst golf slice ever. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, my God. It just went. I mean, just do right. I believe they call it in uh, aviation. Do right. He slices the 42 yard field goal. Houston preserves the tie then. By punting on 4th and 3 from the Indy 49 with 26 uh, 26 seconds left. 4th and 3 at the Indianapolis 49. uh, The Colts have one timeout in their pocket with 26 seconds left. And Lovey Smith punts. Because, hello, you don't just play to play it. You play to tie the game. By the way, I don't have any problem with him punting. I liked that he punted. I was absolutely in favor of that. Well, no, I wanted the <laughs> no. Colts to lose in okay. Survivor. But honestly, I get why he did that. Because people are like, oh, come on, you played a win. No, you don't. You're like, hey, look, we just botched a 17-point lead. Maybe we should not lose this.
5: You have to in that situation. Because yeah. otherwise, otherwise, if, if, if you go for it and don't get it, you're leaving, what, 20 seconds on the clock, and all they need is one, one, good, play one and first a down, and then you're, they're in field goal position.
3: Yes. You can't. Totally agree. Colts still haven't won an opener since 2013. And then there's Jacksonville. We talked about it already. Trevor Lawrence... Uh, 24 of 42 for 275 against Washington. One touchdown, one pick sack twice. Christian Kirk, six for 117 in his $10 million a year debut for the Jaguars. And Jacksonville was plus two in turnovers. But like I said earlier, Travis Etienne dropped a short touchdown on fourth and goal with around five minutes left in the first half. And then Riley Patterson doinked a 37 yard field goal in the closing seconds of the first half. They also had 13 penalties for 90 yards. So Jacksonville only has themselves to blame. For their 28-22 to 22 loss to Washington, in my humble opinion. Indianapolis on the road at Jacksonville. I'll say Indy by four.
4: That's exactly right. That's what my power ratings All come right. to. That's the only number I see. Sometimes so, I can get these. Yeah, so four is uh, what it's going to be. All
5: right. Still in the early window, Kelly? Still in the early window. Dolphins at the Ravens. Final game of the early window.
4: My other survivor that got through, the Miami
3: Dolphins. Hit it.
5: I'm a survivor.
3: Oh, he got good. And it only took him one uh, one extra try. Nice job, Kevin Kev. Kevin, by the way, in the corner. Kevin Trask, no relation to Amy, no relation to Kyle. Tua, 23 of 33 for 270. One touchdown, no pick, sack three times. Tyreek in his Dolphins debut, eight catches, 94 yards on 12 Targets. 65 rushing yards total for the Dolphins. But they were plus three in turnovers, as we mentioned. That's all you need to know. And there was Baltimore. We talked about it. They beat the Jets because Flacco's a statue and then Brees Hall fumbled and stopped him on goal-to-go situation. Lamar Jackson, act, acting as his own agent, 17-30 for 2 three touchdowns, one pick, sacked twice. Rashad Bateman, 2 of 59 for a touchdown, the Minnesota product. And then Devin DuVernay, four catches for 54 yards and two touchdowns. So Baltimore beats the Jets handily, uh, 24 to 9. They're hosting the Dolphins. Again, remember Baltimore starts with four games against AFC East opponents of all things. The first four weeks. It's really? wow. the weirdest thing. Jets have the same uh, thing in opposite. I'll say Baltimore minus four.
4: Yeah, you're a little high. Uh my my power ratings come to three and a half. Three and a half is the number. I do see one four out there, but three and a half definitely the predominant number. That's what I'm gonna open. I gotta tell you, Tua I thought looked really good. His QBR was seventy-eight point something. Well you know, I think, you know. Kind of the story coming out, the reason Brian Flores got fired from Miami is you know he and Tua didn't get along, or he didn't see you know the potential in Tua. I mean, let's not forget a couple of years ago, it was tank for Tua. He was going to be the tank uh, for Tua, you know, the easy uh, number one choice. Uh, you know, so maybe coaching is really going to help this kid. Still have my worries about the Ravens, and, and I know about Jackson. You know, naturally, he was a huge story in the off season. Uh, I still have my questions about this team, though. And I know last year they weren't very good. They had a lot of injuries. I, you know, I don't know how that carries over from one year to the next. But anyway, that being said, I think three and a half, that's, I think that's a good number to start. And uh, that's certainly what I'm going to have. It is
3: interesting with Baltimore, though. Like, when you watch that team, you're like, okay, besides Lamar Jackson, what are the what are the weapons? What are they? they? Bateman and Duvernay, I mean, like, okay. Andrew's obviously a tight end. But, like, back, like It's it's really weird, right? Because you're like, who's beating you? And yet, somehow, that, Lamar finds a way.
4: Well, I've said since the time we've been doing this this show, nine years, that you know, John Harbaugh, the second best coach in the you NFL. Know. Maybe he's the best now. I don't know about Belichick. All of a sudden, but, I want to make that point later okay, too. Okay, we'll get to again. You give me if you
3: give Joe Gibbs, Tom Brady he wins 20 Super Bowls. If you give him LT, he wins 10.
4: He won three with different quarterbacks. I believe I've heard you say that. I think you might have
3: heard me say that before. By the way, if you're betting opening lines, make sure you're confident you're jumping in on a side that's not going to move against you. Otherwise, no rush. Wait till later in the week. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN pro subscribers only, though, at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. More Guessing Lines with Chrissy Andrews, my mishpocha. On the other side, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This episode is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans in on the action. There's no good reason your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures California finally catches up, so vote Yes on Prop 27
0: the numbers told the story they always do it's one
4: of those idiots who believe in analytics this is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v hour
3: number two of a numbers game at v the sports betting network v the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge it's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada and this once again is Guessing Lines Chrissy, let me ask you about this intro right now. what's up with the font on Guessing Lines <laughs> the old, the, oh, I see. It's like a theater. Uh, of, I was going to say, it looks yeah, like Roman's
4: Chinese Theater. Is that yeah, what That's it's what it feels like, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. know the, the theme we were going for there. It's very nice Nice job with the music, gentlemen. Well done. Who's, who's responsible? Roberto Moreno again? Oh, always.
5: Yep. Right.
3: Roberto Moreno. All right. I want to say more things about the Steelers. Because I, I, I still... So, just in case, again, anybody missed it, the Steelers do believe that star pass rusher and reigning NFL defensive player of the year, TJ Watts, suffered a torn pectoral Muscle during the Steelers 23-20 to overtime win against the Bengals in Cincinnati, that uh, per Adam Schefter. Uh, and then Fox Sports' Jay Glazer reporting that Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, this I did not know, plans to, quote, sit Kenny Pickett all season long. Really? Oh. That's a bit of a development. I haven't right? heard that. No. Yeah. Okay.
4: Jay I mean, they dressed him above Mason Rudolph yesterday, which, you know. Yeah. I mean, Mason played well in the preseason. I was uh, – so in addition to my D.C. buddies being there and Tommy, my, my
3: buddy, shouting, Gilly, we're taking command. I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> Stop saying that because we just hate the name. But there was a bunch of Pittsburgh guys with us too, and they were rooting on the Steelers. And I, I'll ask you as a Pittsburgh guy what I asked them when it was all said and done. I said, would you – how would you have felt with the tie? And Because I – here's why I asked that question. Because you didn't do anything on offense – But you were plus five in turnovers, and there were multiple times, which we described in excruciating detail, where you could have lost at the end. But you were plus five. So, like, would you have accepted the tie? Was there a moment where you'd have been like, oh, please, just let's get the tie? You would have a couple times. Not earlier when you were just busy crushing them. And then I would say the same for the Bengals fans. The Bengals backers, like, would you have accepted the tie? I mean, I don't know how you would have felt about that at any point.
4: I wouldn't have. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't have. I wanted to win. No, I felt, you know, we, you know, we, you know, I felt the Steelers should have won. And I, I, no, I was not, I would not have been happy with a tie. Yeah. No, not at all. Sorry. Anyway, Steelers, of course, we had We were going to talk about Minka, Minka very quickly. Yes, real quick. Because when, when the Steelers traded a number one draft choice for Minka, a lot of Steelers fans, including a lot of my friends, thought we were crazy. Now mm-hmm. we should save it, try to get a quarterback. I, Minka is a great player. Steelers are never going to draft you know below 20th. You're not going to get one of those quarterbacks. Now, luckily, we've got Pinkett. You know, but you're never going to get one of those quarterbacks. I think there was like Tua and Herbert and all that in the draft. No, that's not going to happen. This guy's a great player, and thank God we have him. He's fantastic. Give me the, all the defensive players in the NFL that moves the line for you. Well, T.J. Watt, uh, Aaron Donald, Micah Parsons. But I might have to put Minka in there now yeah. too, without TJ Watt, and that's how important Minka is. But those three guys for sure move the number. And bookmakers over the years have been very remiss in calculating that properly. Even I go back to like when Lawrence Taylor missed a game, and we didn't move the number at all. That was a that was a that was stupid. He was he's pretty good at football. That guy who <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> Kelly, what did you say? What were you whispering in my ear? Sweet nothing.
3: I was just gonna
5: tell you we could recap your guesses and uh, oh, and Chris's. Would lines you listen? Do, do, why first don't you? Down? You want to yeah. do that for us? Yeah. Let's see. Gill's guess: Chargers, Chiefs Thursday night. Chiefs four and a half. Chris makes it three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. Heading to Sunday. Jets at the Browns. Gill's guess: Browns laying six. Chris says six and a half. Uh, also one o'clock on Sunday. Commanders at, at the Lions. Gill says Lions three. Chris says Lions one. That one surprises
4: me. I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust that. The the one one and a half's have all disappeared. It's gone to two everywhere. Uh, they're so coming will, to
3: me, Kelly. We're going to okay. two. They're coming no, to me. I'm gonna
4: open one and a half. I'm gonna take a bet. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open one. I'm yeah, gonna be and below half. the market and take a bet.
5: yeah uh, right. and then Bucks at Saints one o'clock on Sunday. Gil's guess Bucks three. Chris two and a half. He sets it at. And then, if we can flip to the next one, there we go. Panthers at the Giants, Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern. Gill's guess, Giants, 2.5. Chris says, Giants, 2.5 looks good. Nice. Uh, Patriots at the Steelers, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Gill's guess, Steelers, 1.5. Chris says, let's make it a pick em and see where it goes.
4: And you said the Patriots are favored in a lot of places. I see Patriots wow. favorite. Okay. Did they not watch the Patriot game? But, I mean, of course, Steelers yep. on injuries. Yep.
5: Also, 1 o'clock on Sunday, Colts at Jags. Gill says, Colts, 4. And Chris says, 4, four looks good. Dolphins at the Ravens, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Gil says Ravens, minus 4. Chris says, let's make it 3.5 to start. Okay.
3: What is next, Kelly? What's next here? Coming
5: up next, Falcons at the Rams, 4.05 Eastern time on Sunday. All
3: right, late window. Uh, Rams with the extra rest. Of course, they get beat by the Bills, housed in the second half of that game. Remember, Matthew Stafford was 29-41 of for 241 touchdown, three picks. But the big stat, he was sacked seven times. By the Bills in that 31 to 10 drubbing, Cooper Cup was everything though. 13 catches for 128 and a touchdown. Remember, the the rest of the Rams receivers only had 112 yards receiving. Cooper Cup had 128 himself. They were outgained 413 to 234 by Buffalo. And then it was Atlanta. Uh, I was traveling to the Rams here. Atlanta, as we mentioned, squandering the big lead against New Orleans. Marcus Mariota. I stick by it though. I like him better than most do. 20 of 33 for 215. No touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. But 12 for 72 on the ground and a touchdown, he did lose a fumble. Uh, Cordero Patterson is everything. 22 for 120 and a touchdown. And Drake London, in his uh, rookie debut, five catches for 74 for the Falcons. The Rams are going to bounce back. I would imagine they bounce back with the extra rest in a big way. I would say the Rams by 10? Is that too much?
4: Well, you're dead on. Um, It's Pretty much 10 everywhere. My, you know, my power ratings come to 13 and a half. And I think, again, uh, playing, uh, yeah. uh, guessing the lines, bingo, yeah. diminishing returns. There Here you go. go. Mark that off on your bingo card. So I, I you know, when I made the number, oh, 13 and a half. I mean, that's definitely a plus, uh, if anything. Uh, but I'm going to open 10 and a half. Uh, I, I think the Rams bounced back. I think they ran into a buzzsaw. Uh, and I, I, I didn't like the way Stafford looked, but we, you know, the reports are he's okay. I guess we have to take that for what it's worth. But I still think Atlanta's a bad team. You know, Mariota, that's about as good as it's going to get for him, I think. Uh, anyway, I'm going to open 10.5. It's 10 everywhere. I'm sure they'll come in and bet me and take the 10.5, but that, but that's okay. I'm, that's the that, I'm going to be half a point above the market here. By the way, a super overreaction because it's always overreaction week before week two. But, like, if you if – you, if right now
3: I was like, what team is going to get to the Super Bowl from the NFC? Isn't the list Minnesota and the Rams and that's it? Unless you're an Eagles guy. Like, that's it. It's like Minnesota and the Rams. None of these other teams are going. Based off week one. Up, based off one yeah. of week one. Yeah, Brady, well, yeah. he stinks. He stinks. he got in the He's end zone terrible. one time. Yeah, who's this
5: guy? Aaron Rodgers is toast. We'll get yeah. to him. All right, number two. 4.05 Eastern time on Sunday, Seahawks at the 49ers. All right,
3: so Seahawks unseen here. Sight unseen yeah. because they play the Broncos tonight. And the Broncos right now, what, six and a half point favorites tonight? Where's that we settled are seven, in? We pretty much seven. Anything. Seven. What could possibly go wrong, as we said? I am so, just for survivor purposes, I am so rooting for the Seahawks tonight. Russell Wilson heading to Seattle tonight. Do you have any bets on this game tonight, Kelly, at all? I have
5: nothing. Yeah, I laid the six with the Broncos last week. Okay. When, it, when there was still a one six left, I grabbed it up. Not a big bet for me, but I laid it.
3: So Seattle unseen at San Francisco. And then there's the San Francisco. San Francisco killed a lot of survivors yesterday, too. By the way, the uh, the Colts end up being the biggest survivor crusher in the Circa Millions, uh, where, again, 46.9% of entries are already gone. Trey Lance against the Bears in a monsoon yesterday, 13 for 28, 13 forward passes complete for 28 164 yards, uh, no touchdowns, one pick sacked twice. 13 carries for 54 yards, he was the Niners leading rusher. Niners had 12 penalties for 99 yards. That ain't good. Niners are up 10 to nothing in this game till a a circus Justin Fields to Dante Pettis complete broken play 51-yard touchdown with 5:45 left of the third quarter after the Niners were forced to punt. Oh, and then after the Niners were forced to punt. After that, a ten-play, eighty-four-yard drive that ended with a Fields pass to Equinemius St. Brown, a Monrás brother, touchdown. Thirteen to ten. Missed PAT by the Bears. So the Bears take the lead. Then a horrible Trey Lance interception is one of the game, and a short field given to the Bears. Five plays later, nineteen to ten. Bears. They missed the PAT again. And the last two San Francisco drives turnover on downs. From the time the Niners went up ten to nothing with 8:26 left in the third quarter to the end of the game, they gained a grand total of 71 yards on four possessions. Now, how much of that do we say was the conditions? We have to give a nod to that, don't we? We do. Yeah. On the other hand, it's not like they were playing the 91 Washington football team. So, sight unseen, I'll say the Niners are st- are probably unless the unless the Seahawks show us something tonight. Right now, as a placeholder, I would say Niners by a touchdown, by seven?
4: My power ratings come to eight. I don't like, you know, I have I said the whole offseason, everybody was in love with this Niners team. I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm not there. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I think they're pretty good. I like the coaching. You got a quarterback that has played like. Never. Yeah. I mean, and then last, it went into, you know, yesterday's game with horrific, horrific weather he never played in weather like oh well, he's from north dakota yeah they play in a dome yeah you know so um you know the
3: whole thing was we just we said this all off season kelly and i and jeff and i it's like we don't know if he's good we don't know uh, we don't know. we just don't know and so that's why and we said this on the uh nfl preview megapod with las vegas chris and with matt brown that's why we were all like this is before they re-signed Jimmy G. Like, why won't they re-sign Jimmy G? Like, this is this this is the only thing they should be doing, and they finally did. Now they've got to be thrilled they did that. They've got to be thrilled again. I'm not picking on the kid; he might turn out to be great. Yeah. Maybe it was the weather, but just having him gives you a chance. And at some point, if if we go week two, week three, and he's still like not showing anything, come on, what are we gonna we gonna punt a season away?
4: No, not with that lineup. I mean, no. they got, that's a that's a a team up and down the lineup is very very good. But I said the same thing the whole way. I mean, I just I don't know about this guy and you're bagging on a guy who's good. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's not a great quarterback, but he is a good quarterback and won a lot of games for you. Now I'm not there every day in practice, and I know the the Packers did this with Brett Favre, you know, when they got rid of him and they said we're we're putting in Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know. We'll see.
3: We'll see what the Seahawks... I'm going to open eight yeah. and a half.
4: All right, we'll it's see eight and a half and nine. Yeah, we'll see what the Seahawks do tonight.
3: More Late Window. I believe we have a couple Monday night games as well. Coming up.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the
2: world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
1: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
2: And then you have China.
0: A numbers game on VSEN, the sports
3: betting network. Back on a numbers game, right here, live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Chris Andrews, and Kelly Bidlin. It's guessing lines for Week Two in the National Football League. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Coach Brian, I uh, said at Doctor at Doctor eight three six five or at Dr 8365 three six five. Great NFL Megapod on Thursday. Enjoy listening early Sunday morning on the Florida Turnpike. Couldn't help but agree with your survivor analysis, which should have come home at kickers. Not done kicker type things. I stayed away from Indy. As a Colts fan, I knew. So then I picked the Titans. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that one. Uh, Fadi Bahura, guessing lines finally here. Pumped. I appreciate that. Scotty uh, Scotty B726. uh, He said he lost on Flacco's underpassing yards bet. He still can't believe it. Good day overall, though. This is from Just To Follow Vison. He said, uh, under. Oh, he's imitating me still under his breath. A lot of hyphenated names on that team. Talking about the Chiefs, LOL. Quality analysis from Gill on all aspects of the game. Thank you very much. And uh, this is from uh, Joe Abraham. Bengals' eye in the sky told Zach Taylor not to challenge. Clearly the eye in the sky didn't know the rule about a uh, foot over the goal line. <laughs> and uh, among other things, cost the Bengals the game. Yeah, that, that was just brutal that they didn't challenge that. The We talked about it earlier with Jamar Chase appeared to have the game-tying touchdown. Above, you know, with more than two minutes left, almost close to three minutes left. Scott Murphy, great job telling the story of the Cincinnati Pittsburgh game. One more key to add in when you recap it again the Jamar Chase 15 yard unsportsmanlike after the missed fourth and goal from the one uh, foot line. Pitt got to start at the 16 instead of the one. Nice job. He's very right. good. Yeah. yeah very true. That, yeah. Thank you very much. Absolutely. It's a good add on as well. Um, on and on with all the tweets. Really appreciate all the feedback on this. Um, where are we? Are we on uh, for we're more late window games? Yeah, late out.
5: window games. Just first, uh, real quick, floor, Florida Turnpike hot take, Fort Drum rest stop, the best one out there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
4: didn't hear that. <laughs>
5: 425 Eastern Time, Bengals at the
3: Cowboys. <laughs> that's awesome. A little Florida Turnpike rest stop knowledge. Oh, oh, okay, right. yeah, we didn't script that part of this. Um, all right, what was it again? What was the game? I'm sorry.
5: Bengals at the Cowboys. All
3: right, well, we talked about the Bengals uh, many, many times here. But Joe Burrow did not have a good game. We should probably emphasize that. 33 of 53 for 338 in that eventual overtime loss to the Steelers. Two touchdowns, four, count them, four interceptions, sacked seven times. The, the Bengals, let, When we, again, let's go back to the playoffs. The Titans sacked him nine times. And people are like, oh, Joe Burrow's the Bengals are amazing. They shouldn't have won that game. He's getting sacked seven times in this one. They almost figured out a way to win this. By the way, six carries for 47 yards. He did lose a fumble. Burrow's first half, maybe we should isolate his first half stats. First half, Burrow was 11 of 17 for 109. No touchdowns, three picks, and he was sacked four times. That is not, Pittsburgh's defense just absolutely dominated them. And the Bengals have to figure out a way to protect this dude. Joe mixon 27 of 80 uh, 27 482 on the ground seven catches for 63 yards and the Jamar Chase train continues 10 for 129 and a touchdown maybe it should have been two but remember there were minus five in turnovers and that's all that matters they had five the Steelers had none the only stat you really needed to know and as I mentioned one of the uh one of the big developments in that game Clark Harris their normal their normal long snapper before the fourth quarter ruled out with a biceps injury. So that's why the Morgan, when Morgan Wilcox came in, that's why the snap was so high on that chippy from uh, Evan McPherson that went crazy left. But the Bengals lose. They're at Dallas. The big news, of course, last night in case you missed it with the Dallas game, is not only did Dallas look terrible, Dallas also had like Noah Brown as their leading receiver. Like, I mean, you look around the field and you're like, who are these guys? Noah Brown led them in receiving with five catches for 68 yards. But Dak Prescott was 14 of 29 for 134. No touchdowns, one pick, sacked twice. Before he was removed from the game with an injury that is going to require surgery. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones announcing that Dak Prescott needs surgery and will miss. At first, it was said, stated several weeks. Well, several has now gone to six to eight weeks. That's several. And, well... I usually think of several as four. This is okay. several times, mm. two, maybe. But so And by the way, the, the Cowboys' bye comes in early November. So he could be missing like seven football games, basically, here. Um, Dallas had 12 first downs. They had 244 total yards. They had 10 penalties for 73 yards. And I just, they they might have been the worst-looking team of the entire weekend. Cincinnati, minus four at Dallas, I'll say.
4: Way off. What is it? It's seven with juice on a favorite
3: because because now it's because it's Cooper Rush. Yeah, it's Cooper Rush. What's the difference
4: between Dak and Cooper Rush? I lowered it eight points. Eight. I debated between seven and eight, so it's but it's right in there, and I think Dak is a. Good quarterback, not a great quarterback. I, I think would agree he's pretty with that. Yeah. But Cooper Rush, I mean, um, I remember him a little bit from college. I mean, he, he's okay. He's been on roster five years. Probably has a lot more money in the bank than he, I do.
3: He was one of the directional Michigan schools.
4: Yeah, I think central, I want to say. Yeah, I think I central it. Michigan. Uh, anyway, I lowered them eight points. I believe northeast
3: uh, of Michigan uh, was that one, Kelly? <laughs> yeah.
4: But, so Dak. Central uh, Michigan. Central, okay. Yeah. When Dak was in his QBR, 15.3. I have been anti-Cowboys, you know, all year. I mean, I had the Eagles. The I, I've closed the division with the Eagles, the clear favorite to win the division. And I, you know, every day you'd see on ESPN. According to Caesars, which we know Caesars is Harris. According to Caesars, you know, they're they're both. You know, I think they had a both plus 120, something like that. I I, I did not. I, I thought the Eagles were a much better team. Uh, I do not like this Cowboy team in a lot of ways. So I lower them eight points from not having them all that high in the first place. However, <laughs> however, however, okay, you mentioned some of those Bengal stats. Yeah, you know, th- yeah, and they got he got sacked nine times against Tennessee. You know, that we thought they addressed their offensive line issues, which sure is clearly it. the issue. And by the way, and Kelly, you may have this. What is the record betting against the Super Bowl loser the following year? Mm. And every year we say the same thing. I think this year's different. Kelly's like, sure, I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me drum that up real quick. <laughs> you have Google or something, though, don't you? <laughs> sure, okay. just give me a second there. Yeah. Crazy. But, you know, we bet against the Super Bowl loser. And like I said, every year we go, into okay, this year's different because this year they blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure this year's going to be different. So, you know, my numbers come to – my pure power rating comes to seven and a half, which looks like it's kind of dead on because I see it's seven, seven with juice on the favorite. I, you know, I think I'm going to open seven right now, even though my numbers do come to seven and a half because, I you know, seven and a half to me, I, you know, and plus first 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 game after a key injury, a lot of times the team steps up and plays well. So, I think seven's enough. That was way off. I had four. I, I, I just think Micah Parsons' cape – single-handedly kept the
3: Cowboys in that game last night. I wonder if he does the same against the Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. You ask, and we have this anyway. ESPN stats and information. Both the Rams and the Bengals, well, it's a little different. This is actually about both Super Bowl participants last uh, last year. Both the Rams and the Bengals lost in week one. It's the first time since 1999 when the Broncos and the Falcons are the fifth time overall that the two Super Bowl teams from the previous year each lost their season opener.
4: I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about for know, the year. I know for I know, the year. I know, yeah, I know. You're, yeah,
3: we know. We we just found something to, you know, to stall. Kelly's still looking, so we throw that out there. We'll have it by the next segment. Yeah. By the way, I do wonder about that. Like, will Micah Parsons single handedly keep this closer than that number? He's ridiculous.
4: He, well, he's he's on my list of yeah. one of the guys that affects the number. Yeah. And and that's what's the flaw on this Bengal team is that offensive right. line. They that's do what I not mean. protect Burrow. And he showed you, what do you Five interceptions he had yesterday? Is that what it was? I mean, he's going to be Five pre- picks, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be pressured oh. the whole way. So I think seven's enough. I think four, seven right now is enough. Four picks, by the way. Four, four picks, picks. I'm sorry. One more, Kelly. What do you got here? We'll squeeze yeah, one more. Yeah, I'm
5: in. just uh, trying to figure out this uh, the trend overall. How about Super Bowl loser? Four and eighteen ATS over the past twenty-two seasons in week one.
4: There you go. That's so week one. one yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Um okay, next one up. Texans at the Broncos, four twenty-five Pacific time. All right,
3: real quick, Eastern we don't ha- we don't have to belabor yeah, it. Much, Again, yeah. Texans were up twenty to three and they squandered it against the uh, Colts. And then, you know, Lovey Smith did the uh Yeah, you play to tie the game. I love it. You don't know, just play to play it, Chrissy. You play to tie the game. Um, Not if you have Survivor. (laughs) Yeah, no, not if you have Survivor. Um, Davis Mills was 23 of 37 for 240. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Brandon Cooks, by the way, this just in. Brandon Cooks still is in Houston. Seven catches for 82 yards. O.J. Howard, both of his catches were for touchdowns, 38 yards. And again, uh, Houston playing for the punt and the tie with uh, seconds left in overtime. Denver sight unseen. They play the Seahawks. I, I would say Denver minus seven
4: as a placeholder, but I don't know. No, you're low. It's ten right now, pretty wow. much. My power rankings come to eleven. Uh, yeah. I you know, let's see how they play first. Yeah, let's see how they play. Yeah. I think ten's a good placeholder. That's what I'm going to start with. But uh, yeah. you know, the Texans and Aaron Schatz made a very good point in the off season on your show. The Texans, not that they're going to be great, but they signed a lot of mediocre players. Yes. You know, and mediocre is a huge step up from where the Texans were last year. Yeah. And I think Aaron's kind of right. They're, they're not horrible, which they've been. You know, <laughs> So mediocre and you can take double digits in the NFL probably isn't that bad.
3: Wasn't that Al Davis's quote, a commitment to not being horrible? Was that I'm pretty sure. A it, commitment yeah. to mediocrity? Something like that. I seem to recall. Um, all right. We have four games left. We have two more segments, including, again, this was the scheduling quirk from the offseason, a doubleheader on Monday night on week two. How do we feel about doubleheaders on Monday night? I love it, oh, right? Are you kidding me? I it's love the, them, yeah. And also it removes one of the games from Sunday, so we don't have to, like, yeah. constantly be have our head on a swivel. At least one fewer <laughs> game, anyway. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get to those final four games. So far of all of these, you know what I like the best? Detroit. Less than a field goal hosting Washington. I think I like that better than anything thus far. And that Bengals thing might be a little too high against the Cowboys. That seems to be an overreaction to me. We'll come, But it is Cooper Rush. There is that, of course. Coming back on a numbers game, Guessing Lines, right here at Beaston the Sports Betting Network.
0: A numbers game on VSet, the sports betting network. Start your football season
3: on the right foot by subscribing to VSet Pro, get full access to everything we do including our daily picks at a glance, recap of the top plays made by VSet show hosts and guests, 24/7 video, season prep including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips, updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get Vison Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Skill Alexander, Mike Mishbucha, Chrissy Andrews is here as well, Kelly Bidlin for Guessing Lines. And again, if you're new to this, uh, once again, the, we, we put this in podcast form, as we have for many, many years. This is our 13th year doing Guesting Lines. You can believe that. That's how long we've been podcasting. Um, Christy and I have done it for nine of those years. But we put this on the Beating the Book podcast feed. And then a numbers game Tuesday through Friday during football season goes on the numbers game podcast feed, which we probably don't promote enough, huh, Kelly? A numbers game podcast feed? Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll take responsibility for that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> all promotion helps, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. we're just gonna we're gonna speak like that to yeah. each other. <laughs> uh, so but for the for yeah, for those looking for college football and baseball and all that, uh, tennis again Tuesday. We'll talk a whole bunch about that tomorrow because obviously I want to talk about what uh, went on with our cash in the ego future. And you think the NFL was Michigan? Wait till you see college football this past Saturday. Ugh. By the way, can we just say this? And I'll say this again tomorrow. We, when we talk about the NFL, even though we did, you and I did well this weekend, Kelly and I always say, what could possibly go wrong? Right? We have the humility in the NFL. College football punditry, I'm done with it.
5: Oh, I, I hear nobody you.
3: knows anything.
5: It, it, you know what's great though, Gil? It only took till week two for me to realize that already where you're like, I'm done. I'm done. You <laughs> beat right. me. I'm done. There was a moment of that, like one minute left in the first half, of the Bama, Texas game where I'm like this Alabama minus 12 and a half uh, bet I'm making right now. Live might be the greatest <laughs> bet I ever make. That's right. And then it's like, <laughs>
1: <That's "Nope.
3: laughs> no, I might've made an Alabama yeah. game bet too. <laughs> it is like Alabama greatest Nick Saban team ever. No, it's not. Can't be. All oh, the refs in that game. Anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. Back to our last two day games, I believe. Or no, one, last one, day one, game. Last day game. Yeah.
5: Cardinals at the Raiders. 425 Eastern.
3: All right. So the Cardinals, again, I'll just say it. The, the three games, the three most marquee matchups on paper, Bills-Rams on Thursday, Chiefs-Cardinals yesterday afternoon, and Bucks-Cowboys last night were the three most dud games of all of them. Forget about betting implications. I'm just talking about from a fan standpoint. And the Cardinals just got trucked by the Chiefs. Kyler Murray was 22 of 34 for 193. Two touchdowns, no picks, uh, sacked twice. Five carries for 29 yards. As much as I thought about you about the Steelers, I thought about you with Kyler Murray. (laughs) I'm like, Chris, you've been telling us about this. And again, that was the game where the Chiefs at one point led Was it 30 to 3? Did they lead in that game, the Chiefs, against the Cardinals? Let me just make sure I have that right, because that that might be incorrect. Yes, the Chiefs at one point led that game 37 to 7. Pardon me. 37 to 7. You get the idea anyway. 37 to 7. So they were crushing them before the cosmetic 44 to 21 final. And then there's the Raiders, who we talked about again, um, had a chance. They were, they were turning the ball over left and right. They were minus three in turnovers against the Chargers. And the Chargers, because the Chargers do this, right? They're like, hey, look, I know we should win this game going away, but we're the Chargers, so you're going to have every chance to win. And the Raiders almost got there. Derek Carr, 22 of 37 for 295. But here's the thing. Two touchdown passes, three picks. We talked about the two in the fourth quarter. Sacked five times. Devontae Adams, in his Raiders debut, 10 for 141 and a touchdown. But he was targeted 17 times. Did you get the feeling that Derek Carr was like, I really got to make my friend happy. Let me throw him the ball every
4: second. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, that also tells you know, we'll get to the Packers you know next up, you yeah. know. But uh Ooh. we'll get to that too. But yeah, I mean, he's he's a great, great player. And I mean, you need plays. You're gonna go to that guy. I'm not making my friend happy. I'm trying to win the game. Raiders. I didn't know what else to make this because I again I, I said
3: before the season I have least feel for the Dolphins and the Cardinals in the AFC and NFC respectively. I still don't know what we have in the Cardinals, and the Raiders are kind of the Raiders. They're always the same to me. I, so I said Raiders minus three. I didn't know what else to make it.
4: Now this number opened three and a half. It's up to four and a half. My power ratings three come late. to five. Really? Okay, I'm. You know, you know my Kyler Murray yes, stance. I, I said it from you, the man. beginning. Yep. His highlight reel will be the best in the NFL. You know what Tom Brady's highlight reel looks like? <laughs> Super Bowl Him race. holding up the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, he runs the offense. That's what he does. He hits the open man. He runs it. You know, there's nothing spectacular that you're ever going to see on film except that guy just keeps winning and scoring touchdowns. Yeah. You know, Kyler Murray is the exact opposite. And I said this. You know, when he was going to be the number one draft choice, I said it was a huge mistake. He's not that good. You know, they signed them to another $200 million contract or whatever the hell they did. I, you know, I, I made it five. And early in the season, I was swayed because I got a ton of Cardinals money to win the division, to win the Super Bowl, to win the conference, you know, overseason wins. I kind of let it affect me. Then I saw yesterday's <laughs> game. I said, no, I was right the whole time. I, I Like I said, I'm going to... Right now, I'm going to probably open four and a half. I might open at five. My power ratings come to five. I'm going to be on the high end of this. I think the Raiders are pretty good. I really do. I and think I I'm... know Carr didn't look great yesterday and did a lot of stuff. By the way, you know, I like to talk about QBR. Yes. I mean, the the Kyler Murray. You are
3: the best promotional person for QBR. N-
4: not always. Yeah. You know, here we yeah. go. Here's, I'm going to tell you right now. Kyler Murray's QBR cause it's supposed to be what your quarterback has done to help you win the game. 52.9. That's over 50s. What did he do to help them win the game? Are you kidding me? It's, it, should be, it should be way lower because QBR. Yeah. Sometimes it's, just, it's confusing. It's yeah. one way to look at the numbers that, that not everybody looks at. But I think that that number to me sounds ridiculous. He didn't do that much to help them win this game. Not, not at all. I mean, so I think that's a crazy number. Think, but like I said, my power range come to five. I'll probably open four and a half, but I'm going to stay ahead of the market on this one. I think I'm going to have to take the Cardinals.
3: I really do. I think I'm going to have to take really? those points. See that counter yeah. over
4: there? Yeah. <laughs> that's where you're going to get a good number.
3: I just feel like, you know, again, I, we're all guilty of overreactions after week one. I feel like that's a little overreactory. Is that a word?
5: There's the, only, the I only bet one side last night on the openers, and it was it was Raiders three.
3: You took the Raiders. I, th- I, oh, three, three. three is a different story. Three yeah. is a different story. But f- you're giving yeah. the Cardinals five. Like, again, the Cardinals did play the Chiefs. So... Like, let's say we were all completely wrong about the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are as good as they ever were. Then, are we downgrading the Cardinals that much? I don't know.
4: I, I, I didn't think much of them, ever. Yeah. I and mean, like I said, I let the I let the preseason action influence my number. Then I saw them yesterday. I, I'm going back to my evaluation. They're not that good. I don't like the coach either. You know. Let's, yes. Yes. Good. Okay. Oh, so coach who, and quarterback. I don't like either one. I was going to say, who's the leader in the
3: clubhouse after week one for first coach fired? Kingsbury's up there. Got to be. But again, it's just Rule's one gotta week. be up there too. Rule's Carolina. Be, he's in trouble. There's a I bunch think. of candidates. What's next? This is Sunday night.
5: Sunday now. night football. Bears at the Packers. Oh
3: God, that's the Sunday night game. Yeah. Monsters of the Midway. The
5: oldest rivalry
3: in the NFL. Think we'll hear that this week? Yeah, about five bajillion times. I believe I just stated it. By the way, did you know in the Bears' win, do you know how many forward passes Justin Fields completed? No. Eight. <laughs> eight forward passes. He was 8 of 17 for 121. Two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. 11 carries for 28 in that monsoon. The Bears won that game with a grand total of 204 total yards. <laughs> they haven't had a quarterback since Sid Gilman. <laughs> uh, that is the truth. Our mishpocha, Yeah, well. tribesman. Yeah, Imagine that. Uh, and then there's Green Bay. Green Bay, so Kelly, of all the things we had conviction on this summer, mm-hmm. the number one was Preach. this is finally
5: the year. Preach. <laughs>
3: this is finally the year where the Vikings get it done. And Devontae and Devontae Adams being away from Aaron Rodgers is gonna matter way more than people are giving it credit for. Absolutely.
5: I mean, look, I, I will say, who knows how much I guess Alan Lazard would have made a difference. Yeah, but who knows? no, preach, come on. This yeah. is time to take a backseat, Green Bay.
3: So Aaron Rodgers, 22 of 34 for 195, no touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked four times. Christian um Christian Watson, is that his name? Christian? Why am I forgetting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christian Watson. He uh dropped a sure touchdown pass early. Yeah. Packers were minus two in turnovers. And Hey, look, they're already sniping. Matt LaFleur is blaming the players' effort. Jair Alexander is blaming the game plan. It begins. And Aaron Rodgers, who gets along with no one, including his family, Kelly was saying, I agree with him, let's see if they get along this year, Mr. Mister LaFleur and-, and Aaron Rodgers. All that said, though, it is the Bears. The Packers have to, so I thought about this. I'm like, is it a touchdown or is it a touchdown and a hook? And I said minus seven and a half.
4: Well, it's ten everywhere. My power wow. ratings come to ten. Wow! <laughs> uh, I, you know, <laughs> wow. I'm kind of not joking when I say the Bears have not had a quarterback since Sid Gilman. That's right. like the '30s. Um, Jim, and McMahon, I, Jim McMahon is still angry with you right now. Uh, he had yeah. like two good years. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. What Kramer? What was Tommy Kramer? Was that his name? Yeah. Had... Er, uh, yeah. Tommy er- Kramer. Kramer. I, Tommy Kramer. Eric Kramer was with the Lions. Yes. Uh, anyway.
3: Tommy. Tommy Kramer was the Vikings. You're talking about. Oh, I
4: don't even know now. I'll have to look. Yeah. Yeah, had one guy in there. had a couple okay. of these. All right. Eric anyway, Kramer. Eric Kramer. He, he was Kramer. with the Lions, but beforehand yeah, it was the Bears, yeah. right? You're right. You're anyway, right. I still made – but I do think this – I think the Packers have a chance to get better as the year goes on because I do think LaFleur is a good coach. We'll see if he gets along with everybody. But What's your number? Uh, Ten. Ten. That's what my, my numbers come to. I mean, I can't really, like, hate that number, I guess. Two Monday night games
3: next. Numbers game. Guessing lines right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network got yeah, not one but two Monday night games to get to. But first, Kelly, uh did you end up signing up for contests?
5: Yo, yeah. I got into the circuit contest. Matt Brown and I had it all planned out. You were worried about me uh, last week, Gil, about yes. waiting till Saturday yes, to get I the said, contest bit of I said, what could go Matt Brown and I were entered with our picks submitted with a whole twelve minutes remaining on the clock. Okay, yes. <laughs> if, if you could have seen us <laughs> running down to Circa on Saturday, and we're like game planning how we're gonna do. It, we're like, wait, should we go to the D? We only got thirty minutes. Should we go to the D where there's gonna might be nobody there, but there's only two <laughs> windows open, or we go to Circa where there's gonna be a billion people. Of course, we. If I stiff armed you in circa on, su- on Sunday or Saturday, I apologize. George
3: Costanza's no, just we're, we're running in. <laughs> I, running I see Jeff Benson
5: me. back. I'm like, Jeff, I need you. <laughs> we got it, though. We got it.
3: Oh, you two are stupid people. <laughs>
5: yes, it was not. By the way, why didn't you
3: go to Tuscany? I, this was a pro tip from last week. I go know, to Tuscany. I don't know. It was not well
5: thought out or planned, obviously. I went to Tuscany.
3: Did you? Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Again, pro. T- this is not the pro tip of the hour, but it should be.
5: If you're in Vegas, pro tip. If you're, you're in Vegas and time.
3: you're signing up for these contests, I mentioned this last week, don't go to Circo or the D. Go to Tuscany off the strip.
5: Or just, you know, if you need to reload your Circo account or whatever, right, and you're down on the strip, it's right there.
4: Yeah. That's what I do. kind of a nice place, too. Yeah. I, I, when I was with Calneva, we had a book in there. Yeah. That has, yeah. That has changed over a few times, at Tuscany, the book.
3: There
5: was someone in between you as well, I believe. All right, Monday night. Monday night, 7.15 Eastern time. Titans at the Bills. Ooh, 4.15 Pacific. I like that. Titans
3: at the Bills. All right, we mentioned the Titans. Killed a lot of survivors, including a couple of my own. Ryan Tannehill, 20 of 33 for 266. Two touchdowns, no picks. Sacked once. Derrick Henry, hmm, mediocre. 21 for 82. As Tennessee squanders the 13 to nothing lead and then a 20-13 to 13 lead, and lose to the Giants 21 to 20. And despite Vrabel, Mike Vrabel using timeouts well on defense, they botched the last one. They let the play clock go down too far. And instead of just running up the gut and then casually calling it to set up what would have been a probably, you know, low 40-yard field goal, if you will, they end up with a 47-yarder because they do that weird Ryan Tannehill sideways kneel-down thing. And then they have to scramble to the line of scrimmage, so and and it misses, just wide to the left. Oh boy, T- Titans lose. And then there's Buffalo. Buffalo will have extra rest. I believe you called him a buzzsaw earlier. Was that yeah. the word you used? Yeah. Uh, by the way, in case you forgot, Josh Allen, 26 of 33, 83.9 percent, for 297 yards, three touchdowns. He was nine of fifty-nine, four fifty-seven on the ground, with a touchdown. His completion percentage broke the Bills' record for a regular season game. He averaged 2.47 seconds for drop back on his passes, the second fastest of his career according to NFL's next-gen stats. Seventh career game with at least three passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. The Bills were 9 of 10 on third downs. I could go on, but why bore you with more Bills talk? I mean, this is, this is probably, and, and by the way, Von Miller was just out of control on defense, right? Two sacks, two quarterback hits, three tackles for a loss. pass rush win rate. Um, Bills by 10
4: and a half. I mean, it's got to be double digits, right? It's 10 almost everywhere. Oh, I want extra. My power rating came to 11. Oh. I'm going to open 10 and a half. That's my number. You like my number better. Say it, Chrissy. Okay, yeah. Put it on your bingo card. (laughs) There you go. You know, here's something. You know, I was fortunate enough as a young kid. I mean, teenager. I got to have lunch and dinner with Bob Martin. The Babe Ruth of this industry. I yeah. mean, numerous times.
3: Bob Martin set the line,
4: and that was it. That, yeah, we talk about closing line value yeah. now. Let me tell you, back in that day, it was opening line value. If Bob made the number six and a half, and it went to seven and a half, Bob made it six and a half. I'm going to take the seven and a half. Forget the closing line. Oh wow, we'll get into that some other time. Interesting. Anyway, one thing Bob always used to tell me: Okay, you look make a number. What's the next number? So you open the game ten. Is it going to nine and a half or ten and a half? Which one you you know? I mean, I mean, it's, again, this isn't rocket. I mean, it's not an, an exact science. Right. I think if you open a game ten, the next number is going to be ten and a half. It's not going to be nine and a half. Just so because
3: people's propensity to bet. the I'm favorite. not telling you the winner of the game. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just,
4: what's the next number? Yeah. You know, and I think the next number in this game would have to be ten and a half. You know, we're looking at a Monday night. Uh, you know, with the bills coming off that game like that. So I'm gonna open ten and a half. If they take it off me, God bless. I'll probably be rooting for you, and you game was, time.
5: Do do you think that way sorry, Gil. do, no, do sorry. you think that way with most key numbers, like is it is it three, seven, ten? Like if you set a three or a seven, are you get you always in the back of your mind the assumption is you're moving to three and a half before you're going to two and a half.
4: Yeah, that that's something that I do, you know, not so much in the college because numbers fluctuate way too much, but in the pros, definitely. I, I try to keep that in my mind. What's the next number? Where are we going from there? Hmm. And you know your clientele, so you shifted around that as well. I mean, you know, you yeah. think you know. You don't always know. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, what's your best guess? And, again, I'm not telling you the winner of the game, but what, what's the next number? All right. Second of two on Monday night is
5: Vikings at the Eagles, 830 Eastern time. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm <sighs> ready to go for that. That's this a good one. That is a good one. By the way, Kelly Kelly
3: made a great comment off air too about what was the game with with the one where we're just like like the, our best advantage as a better. What's the biggest advantage of betters, of course? We don't have to bet every game. What was the game you're referring to that that you're oh the the Falcons Rams one? Where you're like I think it was
4: Bears Packers. Oh no, yeah, Bears Packers. Bears yeah.
3: Packers. Like, how are you betting that?
5: I have no clue.
4: Good luck, Chris
3: yeah.
5: setting no line on that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we dance
3: everybody. every dance when you're a bookmaker. Yeah. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Kirk Cousins, 23 of 32 for 277. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. Justin Jefferson, your leader in the clubhouse for every award one could conceive of. He, he ends up with nine catches for 184 yards and two touchdowns on 11 targets. His first half, six catches for 158 and two touchdowns. That was his first half. Justin Jefferson, again, who said during this offseason, oh, how does Cooper Cup get this open? Oh, now I get it because I see what Kevin O'Connell does. And he has come through with that in one half of football is all you need to see. Oh, he's going to be a beast. Absolute beast. By the way, Dalvin Cook, 20 for 90 on the ground. The Vikings were plus two in turnovers in their 23-7. to Really kind of ho-hum win over the Packers. The torch of the NFC North has been passed. I'll say it. I'm saying care. that officially. Well, we said that all offseason, so we don't man. feel like it's an overreaction here on the old numbers game. <laughs> then there's the Eagles. We talked about them earlier. They had the huge leads plural against the Lions. Only end up winning 38 to 35. They don't cover. But Jalen Hurts did it for fantasy players. 18 of 32 for 243 through the air, no touchdowns, no pick. Sack once. 17 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Miles Sanders, 13 for 96 on the ground with a touchdown. And in his Eagles debut, A.J. Brown, 10 for 155 on 13 targets. Beast. Eagles did have uh, 10 penalties for 61 yards. They should probably clean that up. I could not make this three. Like, I I get it. Philadelphia probably should be favored, but I could not make it three. I said Philly minus two and a half.
4: Well, it's two. I see one two and a half out there. I got to tell you, my power rings come to pick. I do not like this equals defense. And I think they've they showed yesterday that defense is not great. I, I like a lot about this team, but you know, maybe I've been listening to you guys too much in the offseason. Yeah. I do believe in this Viking team. I, do too. I think they're pretty darn good. They got a lot of talent. I think the coaching change is gonna be a, a net positive. You know, I made it pick. You know, I see two and a half out there. Uh, I don't see anything under twos. I'm gonna I'm gonna open two. I'm gonna stay on the low end of this market though. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't like this Eagle defense, and I do think the Vikings are very, very good. So I, I, I would be closer to pick on this one. And by the way, it did open three in some spots yesterday. I was going to say and it's, three it's would be an kind of trending down auto play. It's, three, it's, it's trending down. Um, so I'm going to stay below the market, but two is what I'm going to open it. So my first reaction is I think I like Detroit, Arizona, and probably
3: Minnesota the best. I would say Dallas, but it's Cooper Rush, so I don't know if I have the onions to do that.
4: You? Uh well, you know, I'd have to look over here. I, I definitely like Minnesota. That's probably the one that jumps out at me. I, I like the Raiders too. Kelly, what uh, do you like best? Yeah, I like the Raiders.
5: I bet the Raiders already. I do like, I think I'm going to tease Minnesota and Cincinnati probably. Um, and then I bet under Bears Packers last night, under 45 was out there. I think I missed a missed one on the total here. Like Chris is talking about. I, I don't, I don't know how much I believe in either one of these defenses with Minnesota and Philly.
3: Kelly, that uh, will do. Teasers. Give me Tampa Bay too. I like Tampa Bay. Kelly and I will do teasers. We'll do survivors all through the week. Um, much to discuss between now and week two. Don't forget uh, what Chrissy said. Only three defensive players matter to the point spread. In his opinion, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, and Mike Parsons. Keep that in mind. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. For Chrissy Andrews, for Kelly Bidlin, Thank you, Kevin, in the corner for all the uh, survivor stuff. Skill Alexander. Guessing lines. Enjoy from Visa, the sports betting network.